Blog Talk Radio. You're invited to experience online healing retreats brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. These magical online gatherings give you valuable insights, exercises, and channeled information on the great shift of the ages. Visit AcousticHealth.com and click on Online Retreats or check out our retreat archive and download the recording. Life-changing online retreats by AcousticHealth.com Healing Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and today we're talking about the great shift of the ages. I'm honored to bring to you wisdom keeper and shaman, little grandmother, Keisha Crowther, who says heaven on earth is coming. Welcome, Keisha. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for being here today. I'd like to hear some messages that you have from Mother Earth and the spirit world. Before we do that, can we have you share your experience of how you began receiving these direct teachings from the spirit world and Mother Earth? It started when I was quite young, although I was raised in a very small, very small little town in Colorado as a Mormon. Um, you know, the church was really ingrained in me, but at the same time, I spent a lot of my time in the wilderness, and what I was receiving there was quite different from what I was receiving on Sunday, so it was it was a struggle for me as a kid, and again, as a child, everybody wants to fit in, everybody wants to be like everyone else, and I knew after making a couple comments at school that the animal said this or Mother Earth said that, that that was not normal and so I became pretty shy about that and quiet about it for a long period of time but since I was about eight years old I've heard Mother Earth speak to me and she always addressed me as child never by name Um, that's always been something that I found endearing I guess but never by name always child and then she would teach me lessons many of the times it was during a hardship in my life or a, a hard experience and then the voice would come and I would have to quiet myself and really listen and if I didn't get the lesson she would start from the beginning again I remember once falling into a well and not being able to get out for a long period of time the ladder had broken and I was down in there and it was cold it was dark it was wet and I had hurt myself and I'll just use this as an example. During that time, um, after trying and trying and trying to get out of this well, I finally knelt down and I prayed. And the answer came, child, uh, why are you afraid first? And I explained my situation. And then the voice came back again asking me, um, 
uh, are telling me what to do, and she asked me to dig. And in my childlike mind, I thought, this cannot possibly be the answer. <laughs> I was so frustrated to dig in a well. I had no idea what she was asking me to do. I thought maybe to tunnel out or something. You know, in our child's mind, we never quite get it. And But I, I followed her direction, and I picked up a part of that ladder, and I started to dig at the wall, and really not understanding what the purpose was. But I kept doing it, kept doing it, and I got frustrated many times and stopped. And again, she would tell me to dig. And finally, after digging right along that gravel and sand level of the dirt, a huge chunk of the earth fell in, and I was able to climb up on that, which then got me out of the well. And the main part of the lesson began after I was out of the well, where she taught me how many times do we as human beings get inspiration or get an answer to our prayer, and because it's not what we wanted or it didn't make sense, we didn't follow it. But at all times, Mother's looking after us, and so is our own great I Am, looking after us and giving us the correct direction. But it's up to us to really listen and to have faith and to move forward in that to to get the correct outcome. So many times the lessons came in these situations when I needed them most. Never when I asked for them, but always when I needed them. Um, Mother has always taught me and taught me the, the balance of creation between the animals and the humans and many, many lessons. And this is what I carry over now and try to teach are the things that she taught me as a child. And you must have had, that must have been confirmation for you to never go into doubt. Or did you have experiences where you would ever doubt that voice? Or was it just so pure and true that you couldn't doubt it? Well, for a long time, as a young teenager, I had doubt because I really wanted to do well in my faith as well as a Mormon. Um, that's what we were taught, um, to obey those rules, to get to heaven, and I really wanted to be the best um, Mormon I could be, too, and yet it was very confusing and, and very contradictive, and so I was caught in between these two worlds, and finally, when I became an adult and, and learned not to just try to please the church or the townspeople who are also all Mormon, but to really look at what I believed in as an individual. And that's when it all changed for me, when I stopped trying to please everyone else and ask myself, what do you believe in? It all came down to what Mother Earth was teaching me that I knew was truth. And that is when I made the switch. I left the church, and I really started to live from the lessons that she taught me because I knew that was real and that was truth for me. Can you tell the story about how you were called to be a shaman? Sure. When I was 30 years old, I was just a stay-at-home mom living in this tiny town and and just living my life when I, I received this phone call. And the, the elder taught me that the grandmother's past had been listening to me uh, uh, for quite some time and taking care of me and that they knew that the the grandmother's past had been teaching me for a long time and that Mother Earth had been teaching me and that I was to be called to the position of uh, the gatherer of the tribe of many colors. 
Now, two things happened instantly. I thought, this cannot be happening. You really have the wrong person. Um, I haven't been taught by indigenous ways or cultures or anything like that. I'm just a stay-at-home mom. It can't be me. But on the second hand, it was the most relieving moment of my life because here all of a sudden was a person saying, I understand what you've been going through. I understand that you hear voices and it's okay. And I wasn't crazy all in one moment. So that was a big moment in my life. And after a long time of consideration, a long time of prayer, I decided to, yes, go through the initiation process to become uh, the leader of the tribe of many colors. And to go through that, it was very hard. And I had to rely on all of the resources of what I'd been taught to really step into the knowing that my past whether it was hard or easy, good or bad, everything that I'd been taught led up to this one moment. And to really realize this is why I sent myself here to the planet. And I became the gatherer of the tribe of many colors. And and I was asked to start teaching what Mother Earth had been teaching me. And that was a really, really scary moment for me. And as I did this, some people recorded the first couple of talks and it went up on YouTube and it had just spread so quickly. And one of my elders um, was talking to me and said, it's time to give the message to the world. And I kind of blew it off. I thought, okay, I'll, I'll do my job, but in no way did I think it would really mean it's time to give the message to the world. And now I'm traveling everywhere and, and spreading this message of hope and love and that we can create, that we're co-creators of our world. And it's that each, every individual is, much bigger and more beautiful than we once thought we were. And it's time for all of us to realize that we have not only the blessing of being here as human beings on this beautiful planet, but the obligation to speak from our hearts, to do the best we can, and to try to change this world into something more beautiful. And that time is happening now, and this year of 2012, what have you heard or felt was going to transpire as we continue with this great shift? Well, as we look at our planet in the last couple of decades, we see that something truly magnificent is happening. Our grandparents or even our parents' um, generation, they were not concerned about spirituality or waking up in consciousness or living from the heart instead of the mind. And now all over the planet we see this happening. We can see the changes happening all around us. And the elders from different indigenous cultures, the teachers, those that carry wisdom from their people, all talk about a time that would happen on planet Earth when the poles would shift again and human consciousness would have the opportunity to go forward and to stop living from ego and the mind and actually move back into the heart. And this is what we're facing today, a real opportunity to change our consciousness for the planet, the global consciousness, um, by living in love. And when we live in love, that vibration comes up, and it overpowers the the consciousness of mind. And we change, literally, the global consciousness so that we can live in love instead of the ego. And that is our opportunity today. Uh, We are taught that, and I was taught that, we are the strongest of the strong. We're the the strongest souls to ever come to this planet. And we are the ones that have to look at the world that we live in and say this is not enough. 
and that we demand more. We demand the truth. We we can remember our strengths and our power as an individual and create something more beautiful. And all over this planet, we can see the great changes that we literally are in the shift today. The poles are moving. Um, it used to be every couple of decades, the poles would move four miles to to one direction. Now it's moving over 400 miles, up to 800 miles a year. And so we are literally in the shift. Due north is no longer due north. And the earth is changing. Last year in 2011, we experienced more um, earth changes than in ever ever before in records history. We have experienced more uh, natural disasters and more shifting than ever before. And so we really find ourselves in the situation where the earth is changing, the poles are shifting. Um, we are receiving energy to this planet. Science can't really tell us why, but it's quadrupled the amount of energy in our earth and in the human body than ever before. And so we find ourselves in the midst of the change. And we literally have the opportunity to use this energy, to use our awakening consciousness, to step into a higher vibration and awaken ourselves and to create something more beautiful here on our planet. Yes, there's many that are looking at what is dismantling around us, but on the flip side, looking at what new can come out of releasing that old stuff, like the financial system. And we may have a ways to go on that aspect, even with our political system and our medical system. So as we do this, it feels like the more that people are awakening up, like you're saying, and more people that are living in the heart and living in love instead of the ego, when we have a world that is able to do that, that is going to be an incredible place. Absolutely, and and people think that it's scary that governments are failing and the money is collapsing and these old paradigms are shifting. But truly, how can we move into something more love-filled and where we each take care of each other and become a, a whole as a people? How can we do that if we're still living in the old paradigm, in the old ways that have led us to the war and the destruction and the power struggles. We cannot do that unless the old walls crumble. Don Alejandro is the leader of the Mayan people, and he's been teaching um, that in this time of the great shift, we will see that the walls that kept us in prison um, are the walls that will be falling down. And so instead of being afraid as the walls crumble down around us, realize that those walls were the ones that were keeping us in prison. Now they're crumbling and we can be free. We can start something new. So we can't really move forward as a people, as a civilization in love if we're still living in the old. So these things must crumble so that we can start fresh and new and, and from the heart. So it's not a scary thing. It's a huge opportunity, and we're being gifted this opportunity, and we're the ones alive and, and able to do something about it. So it's really exciting. It's exciting to move forward and to see these changes are literally happening now. It's not a scary thing. And although some things do look scary when there's natural disasters and these sorts of things, instead of your, giving your energy to the fear of something like this, give energy to the beauty that can be created. There's always a rainbow after a storm, and right now we're in the middle of the storm, but we're looking to that rainbow. That's what's keeping us excited. 
And instead of giving the energy to the negative and to the fear, we can feed our energy to the positive. Um, usually human beings, when things start to collapse, we go into fear. And this is where our energy falls lower and lower instead of using this opportunity to get stronger and stronger. And for, if you think about it, because we are co-creators of the world we live in, we literally, that which you think of and give your energy to and your emotion to is what you create. And for the first time all over the planet, all of humankind is looking to 2012 and they have fear in their hearts and they're expecting something terrible to happen. So we literally are creating the monster in our consciousness, in our thought patterns all over the world. Everyone is thinking of 2012, the end of the world and something scary. So we are creating something scary. And this is what we have to stop doing and realize that 2012 is not the end of the world, but the end of the world as we know it, that we get a, a great opportunity to move forward into something beautiful and start creating and co-creating with that energy and with those visualizations to create something beautiful and not scary. And so that's really how we use this new energy that's coming. Does that mean that our when when we talk when you spoke of that earlier, that receiving the energy that's coming to this planet, does it make our manifestations happen more instantaneous? Absolutely. With more everything is energy. Once you understand how energy works, you understand that love energy is so much more powerful than hate or ego energy. And with more pure energy coming to our planet, that what you think of and can imagine, given with your emotion, your emotion being the direct connection to your great I am, to your soul, you can therefore create. And with this much more, much more energy coming to our planet, um, there are only two things with the same exact energy on this earth, and that is the energy in the human being and the energy in the planet herself. And so we are digesting these new energies as well. And so we have a whole lot more vibration and a whole lot more power behind that which we want to create. And being in love, you even uh, bring up that amplitude even more. So you have an extreme amount of energy behind love, behind that which you want to create, and it can become um, true faster and faster. You can pull it into your life and co-create it quicker than ever before. So let's use an example of someone who lost their job, mm -hmm. and now it's time to find the purpose or to really understand where joy comes from. What advice would you have for someone in that situation? That's a perfect question because right now what we are going through um, is explained like um, the great shift is happening. We all have to move forward and become our highest, best selves and let go of the things that are negative, let go of the things that are bringing us down or do not fit um, what our great I am's have prepared for us. And at this time, um, one of my elders taught me that it's like taking the human being and putting them in a sieve and getting shaken up. And everything that is not feeding your greatest potential is falling away. And in every one of our lives, we can see how this is happening. No matter where I travel on the planet, everyone is going through something. We are changing jobs. We are changing our relationships. Things are falling apart. And instead of looking at it as falling apart, realize that this 
chance, this opportunity that's happening on our planet right now is our great I am is taking the things away from us that do not feed our greatest potential. And we can really look at it like that. If it's not the best thing for us, it will dissolve, it will fall away, and it's hard. Us human beings like to hold on to what we know, but at this time we have to let go of the things that are falling away, knowing that they were not the best thing for us. And so a person that's just lost their job, instead of looking at the negative of, I just lost my job, know that your higher self, great spirit, and all of this energy in Mother Earth has something better for you, that there was something there that was not feeding your highest potential, it's time to let it go so that something beautiful, more beautiful and more um, wonderful is ready to come into your life. So we can let go of the old, knowing that it wasn't feeding our highest potential and knowing that there's something even greater out there for us. So keep to the positive and know that the things falling away are simply the things that aren't feeding us the highest energy that we could have had. Same with relationships, jobs, all of it. Now is the time to be the highest, best person you can be. And we must let go of those relationships and things that are keeping us down. Do you have a message from Mother Earth or any spirit beings? Well, I know she's been really focusing most of her attention on wanting her crystals to come back home. And you've probably heard me speak about this before. Since eight years old, I've been talking to Mother Earth, and never has she asked for anything, not once. And yet last year, she asked for something. And so I know how important this is, and I try to spread this message wherever I can go. She's asking for her crystals to be given back to her. And at first, I didn't understand, but after several of her lessons, I fully understand now the importance of this. This is because... Crystal is so, so powerful and so important. Um, the smallest fragment of quartz crystal can run the largest man-made computers on our planet. Quartz crystal, all crystal, can have an infinite amount of capability to hold or to store knowledge, energy, history. Um, crystal contains all of the memories from the beginning of the Earth until today. They are storage units. They can contain prayers and energy. This is a known fact by science. And Mother Earth is asking for these crystals to be given back. But first, she's asking us to hold the crystals in our hands and to give our intentions and our prayers to these crystals. Pray for Mother Earth to heal. Pray for the animals to be protected and loved and cared for. Pray for the human being to step into a higher consciousness and accept this wonderful energy that's coming and move into the heart. And... When we set our prayers and our intentions into these crystals, she's asking us to give them back to her in a specific way, and that is to give it back to wild water, not the man, uh, not the little bird uh, bath out back or the little man-made pond that you've created, but wild water, streams, rivers, lakes, oceans, um, natural water. And why is this? It's because that... If you look at crystal or molecules of water, you find uh, crystalline um, atoms and particles inside the water as well. But not only this, but water is the fastest conductor of energy that there is. And the moment you put your crystal full of prayers 
full of intentions in water, it takes seconds for the particles of water to spread this message to each other. So literally you dump a crystal into a lake with your prayers. That prayer is going to go into every single molecule of water within seconds. And something amazing happens with water. It evaporates. So your prayer then moves up into the atmosphere through the evaporation process and your prayer is then connected to every molecule of water in the air and then it moves into clouds and your prayer is connected to every molecule of water in the cloud and then something miraculous happens it rains and your prayer then is poured back down to the planet onto the earth onto animals onto human beings back into our water systems and so one prayer given by each human being, put into a crystal, can literally change the planet. Mother Earth is asking for us to put our prayers and intentions into crystals and give them back to her. This is a very important thing, and this is a way that one individual can really help the entire planet. Thank you for reminding us to do that. I think that's very important. We always want to hold on to our crystals. I am going to take you up on this and do how often should we do it should we should we do it with all of our crystals as often as we can um yes there is something important and that is she talks about the working crystals you know for me uh what she was talking about with working crystals means if you use crystals to heal and to you do work with them keep those working crystals at work let them do their job. Let them heal. If you have crystals that you are utilizing and using for a good purpose, keep them working. But those that are sitting around your house and looking pretty and this and that, they need to contain your prayer and you need to give them back to Mother. So the working crystals, keep using them. Keep using them to do good works for each other and to heal each other. But the rest need to go back to Mother with your prayers and with your intentions of positive nature. Okay, and then in live wild water. Yes, very important. Okay, well, thank you for that. Let's go back and talk about the pole shift. Is that related to a pole shift, or is that inevitable? And do you think it's going to be quick, like in a few hours, or the three days of darkness? Everybody asks me this, and it's it's a hard one, because the Mayan elders teach that um, what happened last time, and this is where we we get the idea of three days of darkness and this thing, but I, I really can't say. Mm-hmm. I don't know for absolute certainty, yeah. and I've been taught by the other side that our time and our reality is very different from the other side's idea of time, and this is one main thing that we cannot pinpoint a time and a date and uh an hour that something will happen because their time is different from our time. But the main one is that we are all born to this planet with free will and choice. And those decisions that we make today change our tomorrow. If if today all over the planet we pray and we do good deeds, that will change what our tomorrow looks like compared to if we do something terrible. And so can I say that in 2012, December 21st at noon, something amazing or tragic is going to happen, I cannot, because it's up to us in our daily activities, our daily doings, that changes our tomorrow. So we cannot, um, and the other side cannot, pinpoint a date and time for us. 
what I have seen personally is that the poles are shifting and this will give us the opportunity to change in our consciousness, to make a giant leap into heart consciousness and to change our whole reality, our whole way of knowing and creating. And this is being given to us right now. As the new energies come, we are given this gift. What we do with it is up to us. And the poles have already begun to shift, and they won't stop shifting until they are in their new location. This is an impossibility. It just won't stop. But it will continue until it's finished. Um, we can go off of what has happened in the past, and yes, when the poles completely went into their new um, north and south locations, there was a time of darkness. And what the elders teach us is in this time of darkness, it is extremely, extremely important to stay positive and to stay in love and not fear. They speak about that in this time of darkness is when most human beings died the last time. And that is because in this time of darkness, that is when the largest volumes of energy come to our planet. When this happens, whatever you're emotionally feeling, this will get amplified by all of this new powerful energy. So if you are in fear and a huge wave of energy comes, it will um, extend your emotional state into a higher state. And this much fear actually killed the human beings. This is what we are taught. So it is imperative that we stay in love. And the best thing, our plan here at our house is when the darkness comes, if it comes, we light candles, we play games with the kids, we play hide-and-go-seek, we try to keep it lighthearted, we stay in love, we say our prayers, we sing songs, anything to keep your, your energy high in a, a love frequency. Because as these new energies, these huge new energies come, love will be higher and higher or fear will get higher and higher inside of you. So it's vastly important to, if the sun does not rise, Stay in love the best you know how. And then I jokingly always say, go outside when the sun comes out and see if you want to be in a swimsuit or need a parka, one of the two, because the poles will shift and we will be in different locations. Because it will be that quick that those locations will just change like that. I believe so. What will happen is slowly, just like right now we are seeing the poles are shifting, Slowly, they're moving up to four to 800 miles every year, and it's a slow process. But when the time comes that those, it's just like putting two magnets together. Slowly, you can feel them pulling, 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 and then all of a sudden, they clunk together. And that's what we're going through right now. We're at that slow pull point where things are changing, changing, and then quickly, they will snap together. And at that time of snapping together, it will be very fast. Okay. Now, have you, there are some who say it's possible we could go into a unified field. To me, that says we'll no longer have the polarity. Mm -hmm. And so that also says, okay, that's the fifth dimension. Mm -hmm. And were we in the fifth dimension before from the elders, or they're speaking on the last time there was the pole shift? So really, we don't know. If you think about the time of Atlantis and Lumeria and the Sumerians, which were very real, this is not a, a fairy tale, yes. at this time we have um, even written documents about Atlantis and how the people lived in one heart. 
this meaning that they were all living from the heart, from love consciousness. And over a period of thousands of years, um, ego came into play, and we literally fell in consciousness during the last pole shift. Um. When the pole shifted, we were also given this opportunity to raise forward or fall back. And what we did as a planetary whole, as human beings, is we fell back. We fell into ego consciousness. We were once living from heart consciousness. And we had all kinds of amazing technologies, and we lived together in harmony and peace. And during that time, this wasn't just a couple of years. People think, oh, how did we just then fall into ego? But over thousands of years, ego came into play with the people um, having power struggles and and people with more uh, power from the temples living in Atlantis and all kinds of different reasons. That's another talk show. But we did fall in the last pole shift from love into ego consciousness. And right now it's sad but true. We human beings are at the lowest stage of consciousness we can get to here on planet Earth. And now we are facing a pole shift again and another opportunity. Sadly, there is nowhere else for us to fall. We must step forward into love consciousness because it is a universal promise. We will not be able to kill our Mother Earth. And as we look at what we have done to our planet, we have all but done this. She's very, very sick, and we are taking without giving back, and we are living in a crucial time where our poles are shifting, but our ice caps are melting, the ozone layer is disappearing, 90% of our large fish are gone in our oceans, tragic things are happening on our planet, and we have, when you look at human history, we have done the worst of the worst. You think of the Holocaust and the wars and how many people have died in the name of God, and the tragedies that we have done to each other. We are at the bottom of the barrel, and now we are being given an opportunity again. During this pole shift, a lot of energy comes, and we have the opportunity to leap forward and go back into the heart again. Again, there is nowhere for us to fall to. We will be removed, and that is because it is a universal promise we will not be able to to kill our mother earth who is sacred to all beings and there is a lot of beings out there mother earth is the heart chakra of our universe and the sacred feminine to all that exists this is a great opportunity and we are living in it right now the poles are shifting right now and the energy is coming right now so we must unify our hearts start living from love again love is the strongest most powerful energy in the universe Sadly, it is also the most misunderstood energy. But because love is more powerful than hate, it doesn't take everyone on our planet to start living from love. It takes a handful of us really living from the heart to boost love energy up higher than ego consciousness. And the moment that love consciousness weighs more than ego consciousness, it will flip for the whole planet. And Right now we have the opportunity with all this new extra energy coming to boost love even stronger. We can literally change the consciousness of our planet during this pole shift. So when we say we can boost love from the heart, that basically means no judgment at any point. And it's a wonderful feeling, but for some I could see that they might think that's a cop-out. But you've made it so simple. It is so simple. We human beings tend to make things so difficult. 
But in reality, it is very simple. Love is the most powerful energy there is on our planet, and everything is based on the consciousness of our planet. How do we switch the consciousness from ego into love? By being loving beings. And how do you be a loving being? And this is why I'm teaching everywhere to share this message. My message is remember who you are. This is absolutely vital to the equation. How can you be a loving being if you don't even know who you are? How do you not judge someone if you don't know who you are? Before a moment, let's realize that you each, every single one of us, have a great I am, a soul, a spirit, and that the old paradigm of religion, of man-made religion and all of these rules to be a good person, a sinner or a saint, or to live perfectly to get to heaven, let's set that down for a moment. That is something that man has made, all of these rules to gain power and control over the human body, the human being. Before a moment, let's think to ourselves, God has created you. And if God is your parent, then you are too a God and goddess. And your great I am is God and goddess. It, it exists just like all of the love and energy that has created the universe. You exist on a much higher level. Your soul and spirit does exist. And you are a great I am. And it is you who chose to send you to this planet. Not someone else, not a man up there called... Um, a god who is a man and decided you go to planet earth it's going to be very very hard and I'm going to erase your memory of everything out of me and it's going to be very difficult but if you don't live perfectly you can't come back to heaven this did not happen you are a great I am you have a vast spirit a consciousness and you chose to send a spark of you to this planet you chose and it is you who loves you more than anything else ever could you your great i am your your everything and you sent a spark of yourself here to gain a body to have an experience to learn and to grow and to come to this earth school and it is you your great i am watching over every second of every day every moment of your life is given to you by you your great i am is like moving you around here like a, a chess piece on a board Every person you come in contact with, every experience, good or bad, easy or hard, is given to you by you to have the experience, to learn and to grow in your consciousness. When you know this, you realize that you are perfect. Your journey is given to you by you, and you get everything that you need the very moment that you need it. It is the same for me. It is the same for every person on this planet. In this knowing... The moment you realize this, you are truly free because you realize I cannot, as an individual, judge anybody else on this planet. They are receiving the journey that they need by the person who loves them the most and knows exactly what they need every moment of every day, their own great I am. Everybody's journey is given to them by them. And I cannot judge anybody for the journey that they're on whether I disagree with it or agree with it, whether I like what they are doing or believe in, it's none of my business. And it's I cannot judge that because it's given to them by their great I am, just like my journey is mine. This does not mean that we just have to ignore somebody that's hurting another person. Um, I always use this example. 
a woman in Copenhagen then asked me, if I know my neighbor is beating his wife, do I just let that go because that's his journey? That's her journey? Absolutely not. The moment that you know he is beating his wife, this has become a part of your journey. Your great I am gave you this knowledge for some reason. Now what is the best thing you can do in this moment? Every experience of every day is given to you by you. And in every moment, you can ask yourself, what is the best decision, the best choice from love, from my heart, that I can make right now? And when you're living in this way, you know that you're living in love. You know that you can't judge another human being. You know you can support people, love people for who they are, for the journey that they are on. You can love yourself as a great I am. You can let go of being angry at God for the hardships in your life and know that you gave it to you to learn something great. That you can let go of anger and judgment and move forward in love, true love. And moving forward as we're creating our world, when we see things around us, as you mentioned with that knowledge, that your neighbor is being harmed by her husband, it also applies to every facet of our lives. In fact, bringing in new technologies, I feel that now is going to be a great change in the world mm-hmm. when we can live in different types of houses, have different energy, cars, vehicles, even helping others and picking up trash. Absolutely. Truly, the science can prove this. Uh, a wonderful man named Drinvalo Melchestic has this in his books, and he can explain it much better than I can. But literally, compared to 100 years ago, we are inventing and discovering and moving forward 100,000 times faster than we have ever been before. And now with this new energy coming into our planet, we are even doing it faster. We are moving faster in consciousness now than ever before on planet Earth. And it is said by those who live amongst the stars that human beings are going through an evolutionary leap that no one has experienced before. We really have the attention of everyone. And we are making leaps and bounds in our moving forward. And this is because of the extra energy that we are experiencing and because we are opening up into the heart. There is a universal promise that is so important for every one of us to remember, and that is, the more loving you are, the more intelligent you become. This is a universal law for all life that exists. The more loving you are, the more intelligent you become. And this is how we will eventually uh, help our planet to heal. Right now we've done things like oil spills and the ozone layer and the ice caps are melting. There is not any science in the entire globe that has the answers of how to fix this. But as we start to live from love, as we start to move up in our consciousness, as we change ego consciousness into love consciousness, we become more intelligent. And we do this together, and we will have the answers, and we can help each other, and we can create a better world. We are co-creators, co-creators of the world that we live in. First, you as a human being are responsible to create an image in your mind of what you wish to come, what you want to experience as of today, and you create it with all of the vision that you can. Second and most important is feel with your emotion what it is like to have it, as though it exists. 
whether it's a new car, a partner, or visualizing the new world you live in, a beautiful city that is operated with uh, free energy and everyone has food. Imagine it as beautiful as you can and then feel it. This is the most important part. Feel with all of your energy and with all of your emotion how beautiful it is to have this thing. And then let the universe help bring it to you. This is where we make the biggest mistake. We say, but, and we think, but, how are we going to afford it? How am I going to create it? How am I going to get it? Where is it going to come from? You must remember you are a co-creator. Your job is to envision it. Your job is to feel it with all the emotion and bring it to you. Let the universe also do its job. We are co-creators. And as we live from love, we, we create more and more and more. And as you live from love, we become more intelligent. Love truly is the answer for all things. It is simple. It is beautiful. And every single person can change the planet they live in. Every human being, whether you are a stay-at-home mom, a truck driver, a public speaker, the President of the United States, or the Dalai Lama, every person is born equal to this planet. Everyone is equal. No one is better or less than another. And every single person has emotion, has energy. Everything that you feel, positive or negative, feeds either positive love consciousness or ego negative consciousness. Every human person, with every emotion that you feel, feeds one of the other every single day, every moment of every day. You, as an individual, feed love consciousness or ego consciousness. Right now, we must feed love consciousness to outweigh ego consciousness during this time so that we can flip the consciousness into love and make that leap forward as we are given this beautiful opportunity. And you, as an individual, whether you sit, take five minutes a day, sit on the couch, and envision something more beautiful, have gratitude. Gratitude is your direct connection to your great I am. With gratitude, you feel love. With gratitude, you connect to your higher self. And with gratitude, you will literally feed love consciousness. So you, as an individual, you listening to the sound of my voice, are the ones that can change the world. It's not about going and doing. It's about being. And this is why all of the elders around our planet are saying, be love. This is how you change the world. You remember how special you are. Remember how strong you are. Remember you're the strongest of the strong. You are the one you have been waiting for. No one else is coming to save us. No one else is coming to do it for us. You must remember who you are. You are the creator of your world. And you have the power to create something more beautiful. By having gratitude, by having love, you feed love consciousness. Love consciousness grows and we step into enlightenment. We step into that fifth dimension and we rise again as a human species, as human beings, and take that giant leap forward into love consciousness. Co-creators with love and gratitude. Thank you. Do you have any comments on the fact that time itself is speeding up? We're at 7.8 megahertz, that's the normal range, and now it's at 11, even 12, 14. Are you given information on that or what a timeless environment would look like? 
It's very difficult to explain. I have been shown a bit about this. Again, I must say that time is created by the human mind. Time does not exist, really, on the other side or for your great I am. Time is something that the human consciousness has created. And for us, the more energy that comes to our planet, the more energy that we experience, our human bodies and our consciousness experience, the faster it goes. And again, like I said, we have captured the attention of all life out there because no one else has gone through this. The human being is giving an opportunity that no one else has really gone through before. Time is sped up, um, if you can call it that. Energy is sped up, and everything is aligned perfectly for consciousness to make a giant leap on planet Earth. We are given such a, a wonderful opportunity. It literally is happening. Science, the elders have been talking about this for hundreds of years, and people laughed at them. Uh, it's just like Mohammed said, when you try to teach a new idea or you try to teach something spiritual, first people ignore you, second they laugh at you, third they attack you, and then fourth you finally win or they finally realize. And that's what's happening on our planet today. The elders were right all along. Consciousness is going to make the leap forward if we can live from love. But they spoke about time speeding up. They spoke about human beings um, born to this planet with their DNA changing. They spoke about um, the pole shifts. They spoke about all of this happening. And now today we see it happening. We are the witnesses of it. And we literally are the ones we've been waiting for. We're the ones that have to make the change. But it is literally happening. You can probe the planet and get a reading so much more higher than even two years ago, one year ago. Uh, time, energy, frequency, everything is speeding up to allow the human being and Mother Earth to be reborn and to step into a higher consciousness. It is literally happening. Yes, incredible. And the elders, do they share with you any information on the inner earth? This is an exciting subject for me because it's something that I'm being taught about right now. Oh, and right. I've not been taught about it until I've, I've got glimpses of things, but that's something I've been taught, being actively taught to right now. And it's something that I'll be speaking about this year that literally, yes, there is life inside this earth. It is not a solid mass. There is an inner earth. There are human beings living within the earth. And I will be talking about this a lot, but as I understand it um, right now, that these human beings that once were on the surface of the planet, at the last uh, shift of consciousness, they kept living in the heart, and they call themselves the one-hearted beings. They did not move into consciousness, into the, the ego mind consciousness, and so they went into the planet. And Mother Earth keeps them safe, and it's beautiful there, and they still remain in heart consciousness. And they have literally been trying to communicate with us for the last 50 years, and um, our governments know about this. And they are the ones who have asked us, please do not... Uh, use chemical warfare, uh, atomic warfare, uh, injure our planet. They talk to us a lot about do not um, destroy this planet with 
with the what's the word I'm looking for with the the destruction of uh, garbage that we throw on our planet we are constantly suffocating her and we are taking too much and they are warning us please to stop still living in the heart they warn us because what we do to our planet we do to their planet and they very much are real and are still living from the heart and they very much want to assist us and want to teach us but sadly in the last 50 years as they try to teach us um, the our governments hide this information and they use the technology that they have got from them to you to create advanced war uh, warfare technologies it's very very sad but they do exist um, I'm actively being taught about them and what they want to share with us, and this is something that I'm very excited to teach as soon as I get a, a real grasp on what is happening. Wow. That is amazing. And I know it goes yes. deep as, as to even even Hitler was mm-hmm. up around the poles yes. searching for this, and Admiral Byrd found his way into the inner earth, and he met with tall beings. Mm -hmm. So these are fascinating stories that you're confirming as well, and you're being taught this by the elders. No, I'm being taught by Mother Earth. Oh, Mother Earth is telling you. Yes. It's very fascinating, and and I don't want to teach until I absolutely get the lessons correct. Yeah. And so I'm I'm really paying attention and I'm I'm letting this come in and and really really concentrating on this because it's a very important message. And it's so exciting. I'm so excited about this. It's it's thrilling to to learn about this. But um I have to do it very carefully. And I know that there will be a lot of criticism, but at this point, there's no time to care what other people will think. We have to stay in our hearts and stay in our truth and and really step forward in doing everything that we can to better our planet and better each other and have a strong back because there are a lot of people who will just criticize, but we really can't sit back and do nothing because of the fear of other human beings. There are messages coming from inner earth, and there are messages of hope and of love, and they want to help us. They want to show us that what living in the heart really looks like and what it can be like. And yes, we have scientific proof that governments, um, the top of the pole is a no-flight zone. And why is that? Why is no one allowed to fly over over the top? Why are there no pictures allowed? Why are there no satellite images allowed? Why is nothing being talked about? Um, There is something very, very real happening there. And one of the things that was a real aha moment for me is when I was taught that um, all these times that many, many people have seen UFOs going down into the earth or coming up the lights, this is not UFOs from outside of our universe. These are our brothers and sisters, our very brothers and sisters from in the earth, exiting and going back in. And this is part of what Stonehenge is in these sacred ancient sites as well. These are sites with a very, very high frequency, although we cannot explain why, but we can get readings that prove they are very, very high frequencies. But these are literal um, exits and entrances in and out of the inner earth. They do exist. 
they're still living from love consciousness and we can actually become like them they are real they are moving in and out they are trying to teach us but sadly until we can move out of ego consciousness and into love consciousness right now our governments because they are from power and ego in the mind they are not allowing the public to know about any of this information and it is so beautiful the public deserves to know this yes the public does and i can see that day when the information will come out because it already is out the same mm-hmm. with disclosure we yes. we are disclosure not yes. the government so absolutely yeah. and the time is coming um we have been taught this wisdom keepers have been taught this directly a time is coming if our governments they always try the we will i hate using the word alien i really hate that because we will say star beings they are very intelligent just like i said before the more loving you are the more intelligent you are these beings are very intelligent and very loving they want uh, they are like our parents just as we parents of our children want our children to learn from themselves if we constantly do that for to do something for them they do not learn they want us to learn they want us to do it ourselves they want our governments to do this themselves to get it to want to really help the people to not let it be about power and struggle and ego and money but for them to really get it and to lead the people they want them to get it but sadly our governments are not doing this they're using the technology and using the knowledge to actually create um experiments and 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 things to go into war and to have more power than the next guy but we have been promised as wisdom keepers we've been taught directly that our, if our governments do not disclose this information to the people they will step over their heads and disclose it themselves so we will be given the information and some of the technology that you may speak of would include harp and chemtrails mm-hmm. and uh even government made ufo structures Absolutely, as well as why are the animals falling from the sky and washing up on our shores, the thousands, the millions of birds and dolphins, and dolphins whales, uh, everything. There is so much happening on our planet that is so terrible. It is. It goes against life itself. It is the most unethical, unheartfelt, evil thing to use Mother Earth's energy against her, and that is used... that is what is happening human beings have used have learned how to harness mother earth energy and to use them as warfare warfare technology and this is i cannot stomach it it makes me so sick but at the same time when we get the knowledge when things are disclosed to us we then have the knowledge which then takes the power away from those that are doing this it's all a power game that is why our governments are not telling us the information about the ETs about the UFOs about where the knowledge really comes from whether it's inner earth or out in our universe we are not being given the information because then they don't have the power first religion mm-hmm. will crumble religion will lose all power over humanity second governments will crumble because one government won't have more power than the next government we are all the moment the whole world knows there's other life out there and they are much more powerful than us and 
these sorts of things, everything falls. The power struggle falls, and this is exactly why our governments and our religions are trying to keep this knowledge from us. But we have been promised that if our own leaders do not give us the knowledge, which they're being given the opportunity to do, if they do not give it to us, they will go over their heads and disclose it to us themselves. Okay, excellent. That Which is a beautiful thing. It's a very beautiful being. And I like the star beings, which are also known as ETs, but I like star being. Me too. Yeah. Our star brothers and sisters. That I want them to be thought of as love beings, as beautiful beings who love us like parents. Not some green thing that wants to come and harm us. That's ridiculous. These beings, if the universal truth is the more loving you are, the more intelligent you become. These beings are vastly more intelligent than us. That means they love us even more. I was taught when I first became a wisdom keeper that these beings, because I've met one of them in person at a meeting, a very uh, surreal moment, I can tell you that for sure, um, he told us that they love us more 10,000 times, 10,000 times more than a human mother could love her own child. And that is unfathomable to us. But they do love us, and they want us to to get it. They really want us to get it. So tell us more about your meeting with one of these. Where were you, and how did it come about? Well, this is, uh, it is not secret, but sacred to me and to the other wisdom keepers. We were all, uh, the wisdom keepers talk and speak to each other through a window. And I know that sounds um, hard to believe, but um, when people always say, oh, that can't be possible, as a mother, you have the same instinct as the wisdom keepers are using. As a mother, have you ever known when your child needed you without a phone call, you just knew it, you knew it in your heart? Or have you ever known that the phone was going to ring seconds before it did? These are all things that every human being has, and this is what the wisdom keepers utilize to talk to each other. We open, we feel, we know when the other is trying to contact, and we open the window in which we can speak to each other. Uh, We were all told to meet in a specific location, at a specific building, out in the middle of absolutely nowhere near Taos, New Mexico. And we arrived. I was the last one to arrive because I had to take my children to my sister's house. And I was going, 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 and I arrived, and there was one seat left, and I sat down. What happened there that day was absolutely um, the most magical and the most unforgettable day of my life. But I was taught that day that human beings have a real chance at making it. We, because of those really living from love on this planet, there are enough of us living from love that we can keep our planet, that we can stay on this planet, and that we have a real chance of growing love, of growing consciousness, so that we can grow and unite in love consciousness on the planet for all. And that's what this meeting was about. And to really get us, those who have to teach this message, to realize how much the star beings truly love us. And that it is not about them. So many of us want them to come and fix it. And they can't do this. They are just like parents looking over their children, and they want their children to learn and grow. If they fix everything from for us, the human beings have not learned anything. They want us to learn and to grow, and they're willing to help teach us, but we have to be living in love enough to ask them to come. 
right now our governments would shoot them down and that is the honest truth but they love us they want to assist us and there are magical things happening on this planet so magical and there's so much love for us as human beings and they're they truly honestly believe just as i do that there's enough love on this planet to really make this shift and this leap into love consciousness Absolutely wonderful. We are definitely living in the most exciting times. And to think that we have this incredible mastery within us, mm-hmm. that we don't need to worry. The days of worry and doubt and fear are over, and that is glorious. And I mm-hmm. wonder, since it's no ego, then mm-hmm. there's no need for money. Absolutely not. And fear and doubt that is of ego and that is of negative energy and that is all about power the power structures have been set up to give us fear so that we give our power away to government and religion these two are the biggest evils on our planet and they are set up to control men by fear and by power when you take that away they have no power left anymore and we stand in our own knowing we stand in our own power and we stand in the knowing that we are great i ams we are made of love and our love consciousness can change this planet and that is the message that i'm trying to share with the world and i'm trying to get people to wake up to knowing who they are how powerful they are how beloved they are and that they can change the world by being love and this is why i'm doing these interviews that's why i'm teaching around the world it's time to wake up it's time to know that you can change the world it's time to wake up it's time to know that you can change the world that mm-hmm. is so wonderful thank you so much for joining mm-hmm. us little grandmother keisha crowther your website is littlegrandmother.net And lots of great information on how to find out the events that you're speaking at. Thank you for really stepping into your truth. And regardless of the people who throw stones at us or criticize us, that would be those in institutions that think their way of God or their idea of God is the only way without looking around, seeing that everyone is looking up. And so what is that all about? But you are doing this. You are doing it with your heart, and that is an incredible thing. Thank you. You're so welcome. It just really, no matter how scary it is and no matter how many terrible things are said about me or how they try to tear me down, I do know that as long as love is being taught, there will be always those coming from negative to pull it down. And But I stay in the heart, and I stay reminding myself that I get this one chance, this one shot at being here on this planet, and I get one chance to really make a difference and to speak from my deepest heart and to do the best that I can do. And I don't want to return to my great I am knowing that I had an opportunity and I didn't do it because I was afraid of what other people might think. I don't want that. I I really want to live the best I can be, and that's why I'm doing it. And because I believe in humanity and because... I love, I love my Mother Earth more than I could ever say, and she is worth it. She is worth it, and so are we. And I thank you so much for having me, and all of my lessons that I've been taught by Mother Earth, and 
and all of the things that I've been taught as a wisdom keeper and sharing are in my book and I just got done writing it and it's published and it's ready to go and you can you can get the book right there on my website and the message is taught and all of the messages that I've received from mother are there as well so I invite everybody to go there and and to get the book if they wish and congratulations on your new book I would have never thought as a little country Mormon girl stay at home mom my whole life that I would actually have a book that I would actually be teaching what I really believe that I was so scared and worried about uh, people knowing that I talked to animals and I talked to trees and I talked to the earth I could have never imagined this but I feel so good and thank you so much it's it's exciting that's for sure Oh and so many others who are inspired by you ladies and gentlemen that is living and being in love wonderful Absolutely. Keisha Crowther Thank you Thank you, thank you, thank you. And thank you, too, for listening. If you've enjoyed this program, please share it with your friends so we can get this important information out to the world. This program is supported by donations by listeners like you. Your support allows us to bring you fresh information that is empowering, inspiring, and uplifting. It's also information you won't find so commonly in mainstream media. Please visit AcousticHealth.com. Thank you for your support, and I now leave you with music from the universe. This music was literally created by the universe as mathematical equations were assigned to musical notes. The result is this beautiful music. Invited to experience online healing retreats brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. These magical online gatherings give you valuable insights, exercises, and channeled information on the great shift of the ages. Visit AcousticHealth.com and click on online retreats or check out our retreat archive and download the recording. Life-changing online retreats by AcousticHealth.com